When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, the episode you're about to listen to is one of the very first ones that we did, and the sound recording is not that great. It took us a little bit to hit our stride, and we enjoyed these first episodes, but they maybe aren't our strongest ones. So we've got some better equipment and honed our skills. The recording quality gets a lot better around episode 10. Stick it out, keep listening, it gets better from here. I'm Ben, and you're listening to the Sound Logic Podcast. This is Mike. Each episode, we discuss one of music's greatest albums from Rolling Stone Magazine's Top 500 list. Brought to you by two guys with no credentials. Uh, Mike's spouse said, hey, in honor of Valentine's Day this week. Boo. <laughs> you guys should take a, to, should give us your suggestions on the most romantic album from this list. What if we just pick one from the list and one that comes to mind? Yeah. Yeah, if there are any, that's a good question. I've got one that comes to mind. <laughs> Although it, it crosses the line between <laughs> a love album and a... A lust album? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, kind of like a <laughs> like a tool to use. <laughs> oh. Like a making love album. <laughs> uh. But that can there can be... Sure. So when you look at the top 500 albums, is there an album that pops out to you as uh, being romantic? And uh, I think really we have to finish the project before we can actually say what we think (laughs) is the most romantic album from this list. There's too many that are here that I've never heard before for me to really be authority on the subject. But all that said, I, I think I can probably scroll through and find one um okay i mean i have i haven't you know when you go to um starbucks and they always have cds and stuff there and sometimes it's compilation stuff and uh somebody got me an album that was frank sinatra sings about love and it's all Uh great sinatra love songs and that album isn't on here but he does have something on here so frank sinatra comes in at 101 with in the wee small hours which is a song that's on that love compilation album so that counts right yeah sure and are there any i mean i don't know what a a, even a love album is (laughs) it's an interesting idea i guess there's albums well number 84 i've never listened to this but aretha franklin's album is titled i never loved a man the way i love you that sounds like a, a love album yeah that would uh I'd probably have a lot of that. I uh, I don't know that you would necessarily describe Carol King's tapestry this way, but there are some really beautiful Oof. love songs Oof. on that album. Far away, and actually, uh, yeah, and actually, um, Pet Sounds had more. Oh, that's true. Romantic songs on it than than I remember either uh, when we went through that. I guess the Beatles have a lot of kind of love songs or romantic certainly romantic notions i'd rather see you dead than with another man yeah 
Very romantic. <laughs> Very romantic. Oh, yikes. You know, so maybe know. just scanning through this and not listening to it, I can't really I can't really see anything that jumps out. And as you said, yeah, there's a ton of albums here that I don't that I haven't listened to. Yeah. I mean Elton Elton John is on the list a couple of times. He's yep. gotta have some great love songs sure. there. Um we could go in a sort of other direction. Uh, Fleetwood Mac was known for their yep. love triangles. Uh, rumors is coming up here. Number 26. So, you know, there's not a ton necessarily of love songs or love albums on here on this list, but maybe we'll discover more as we go. But do you have any favorite love albums or romantic albums or albums that remind you of a... Just kind of a romantic, yeah. not necessarily like one, I'm not talking about one incident, but just a period in your life when you were kind of into that or feeling. Yeah. Romantic. A couple of things come to mind. Um, my, <laughs> this is uh, maybe getting too personal, Uh-oh. but my significant other Uh-oh. is not a big fan of romantic music. And <laughs> she just, anything that's trying to get someone to feel a certain way, especially to feel romantic. She kind of rolls her eyes at my, you know, can't force me to feel these things. Um, so in our in our romance, music is very rarely involved. Uh, <laughs> so when I think about romantic music, it's more about like the the sort of movie romance, and not necessarily about something that I've practically been able to um, <laughs> appreciate in my in my marriage. Um, but two things immediately come to mind. One is Remy Shand, a Canadian oh soul artist who only ever released one album as far as I'm aware. <laughs> um, but that one album I just love. Um, kind of soulful blues, R&B, I guess. Uh, and it 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 sounds like make-out music, really. I mean, it's uh, it's just super laid back. It is. And, uh, I don't even... I don't even know what he's singing about most of the time, but it's really chill and I like it a lot and still do. I think if I'd put it on today, um, the other that comes to mind is actually a greatest hits album. Uh, Phil Collins is an artist that I've appreciated. Uh, even when he gets cheesy and his, his greatest hits, uh, I don't even know what it's called. Love songs. Well, there's, Um, there's two, there's, there's the hits. And then he did a, a double disc, which was like love songs. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking yeah. of, which is all of his love ballads. Which is most of his songs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think about him whenever that uh, This American Life episode rolls around where <laughs> they did an episode where this uh, big fan of Phil Collins it gets Phil Collins to like, call in <laughs> and give some advice to someone who's brokenhearted about how to write the perfect song for the, the love that you feel. And... Uh, yeah, he's a genius, even if he is pretty cheesy at times. What about you? The one that came to mind right away as soon as we mentioned this idea was Remy Shan's The Way I Feel. <laughs> wow. Which is why I was... It's our song. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, that album is like just... If you were to take everything you know in music to be like sexy sounds... He probably uses every <laughs> single one on this album. On, every cliche. On every, yeah, absolutely. And like, <laughs> I feel like 
this is the you know what let's get it on was in the in the 70s that's what this is for me like it's like <laughs> just and it is super <laughs> cheesy and super like just absolutely cliche but it's it i really one number one it's really enjoyable it's very musical he plays just about every uh instrument on the album i don't i don't mm. think he had any other artists maybe a few who just helped here and there but he played all the instruments and it's it's really well done i mean i don't really know much about the guy he didn't release anything else um and it was uh he had a couple there were a couple singles that did well in canada uh, but uh the album i think just kind of disappeared but i still have it and every once in a while it'll come out and it's uh it's a good one there were there was a single released from a next recording session that never resulted in another album right and i think you can still find that out in the interweb somewhere um but it'd be interesting to hear the story of why why did someone who seemed like a rising star oh yeah was it just the the fad of that sound was played out i don't know i remember you and i talking about you know anticipating his next release like man that was really good really enjoyable and it left a lot to build on like it wasn't like a really really challenging album right and musically it was it was very well produced and very clean you know nothing really messy just just neat and tidy um and kind of left i felt left a lot just a ton of potential to like well this guy could really really create his own thing uh and nothing happened who who knows you know who who knows where his life took him after that or, or music or whatever whether he's still in music or whether he moved yeah. away from that or what he's going through but yeah an album that i really enjoy his wikipedia page uh says that the way i feel that album was nominated for a uh, grammy it won it won the juno for best which is canada's version of the grammys for best uh, soul recording of the year and it was nominated four times in 2003 uh, in the Grammys for best R&B album, best R&B vocal performance, best R&B song and best traditional R&B vocal performance and didn't win for any of them and then he just sort of disappeared um, I uh, guess, well that means amazing. And yeah, I'm seeing the release dates for Canada and the US so I didn't realize he released it in the US so that's uh, yeah, like even more so like mm-hmm four nominations on your debut album and and that's it it's very interesting i wonder what the story is for me the other album parachutes and the Mm. i always really really liked sparks as a love song i like yellow as a love song um and uh there's a lot of kind of ambient sounds on that album even though it is more acoustic than their all their other albums and there's there's more ambient things on their other albums there's just some very kind of atmospheric sounds that just make it a little um dreamy to me yeah along with a lot of the acoustic guitar and other things and i i i find it very relaxing and not necessarily romantic in a in a in a sexual way but in a just a relaxing feel-good way i always really really enjoyed it definitely and i think it's uh an album that can get someone else in a in a relaxed mood which can be helpful for certain activities so (laughs) then uh yeah it's a good one 
yes. Uh, <laughs> that's our take. That, that's that's, that's take it for Valentine's Day. That's all we got. Um, <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Does, does Valentine's Day hold a, a really significant place in your in your relationship there? No, my spouse, uh, again, with the practicality, um, she enjoys knowing that I love her, but would much rather go out to dinner or to a show on a night when it's not super crowded because right. everyone else is doing it. <laughs> it would be much more appreciated and there would be uh, more reciprocation if I like cleaned the bathroom and did the dishes and the folded all the laundry than if I brought home flowers and chocolate. So um, I just do that. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it for Valentine's Day. We, Yeah, we don't really, we don't make a big deal of it. I mean, when I do, it is a surprise because I am not romantic, so it does go over well. But it's not really, uh, it's not really my thing. So I'm trying to be better at it. But uh, yeah, we never make a big deal about it. We don't get gifts or anything. Light a couple candles and hopefully uh, everything goes well. Put on parachutes and see what happens. Yeah, parachutes. Maybe <laughs> I could, I could put, you know, on the three CD player, just put Remy Shand and, and parachutes in there, and they'll put them on shuffle. Do people still do that? I guess you can do that on uh, on your device now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for Valentine's. Yeah, coming up this week, we're discussing album number four on the top 500 list, and that's Bob Dylan's Highway 61 Revisited. I mean, if you get a chance, go and listen to it. Um, and that's something we want to encourage you as you're listening along. You know, feel free to listen to the album once or twice before we discuss it. Um because it, I don't know how you feel, but I, it's been exciting to listen to these. I mean, that's one of the things, one of the reasons we wanted to do this was just to get a chance to listen to and discuss music that's new to us. So, yeah, if you get a chance, uh, have a listen. And we know, I mean, I think this list is teaching us that not everybody appreciates the same music. And uh, we might get to an album where we don't love it and you do. Or one of us loves it and the other does not. Um, I think that's the beauty of music. And if you have any thoughts, send them our way. Um, if we miss something, if we're missing the point, uh, we'd love to hear. Absolutely. And we don't um, we don't necessarily spend a ton of time doing res- doing research. Uh, so you know, if we if we get something wrong or or make a, a comment or a statement that's totally inaccurate and you and you're able to correct us then uh please do please write a comment twitter instagram facebook and we would love to uh hear from you yeah join us next time thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time if you like what you hear subscribe on your favorite podcast app and write a review send us a message at our facebook page on instagram or through our sound logic podcast twitter feed thanks for listening